0: So, your students have done science projects and science fairs, but what's that next level, that next step for the kids in your classroom? Keep listening to find out. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, thanks again for joining us on this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. It's great that all of you educators have joined us and most importantly, we're always looking for those ideas that we can we can really engage kids and get them excited to take their learning that's happening in the classroom to the next level. Today, I'm really excited that we have one of the scientists from 3M educators. You have probably used 3M products in your classroom and you may not know all the great things that 3M does, but today we get to hear about the 3M Young Scientist Challenge and it's in partnership with Discovery Education. So excited to have Jeff Emslander with us today. Welcome to the show today, Jeff. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And and Jeff, first of all, I just want to mention to everybody, uh, youngscientistlab.com. Educators, there are so many great resources that 3M provides that you can use in your classroom, youngscientistlab.com. But the challenge is an annual challenge, and you can find out more about it by clicking on the challenge tab or youngscientistlab.com slash challenge course, it's in the show notes as well. Jeff, you've been working with 3M for a number of years. Tell the listeners a little bit about what you do, um, and then we're going to dive into some of those things about that challenge.
1: Sure. My job, I work in a lab. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, officially fishing. My title as a scientist. So that's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I work on things that I guess, to the layperson would be called plastic films. I do new things with plastic films. I make new materials, things people have never done before or never made before. So it's kind of cool. I get to work on things. I like to tell people I make things that nobody in the history of the planet's ever done before. So it's pretty fun.
0: I think a lot of kids would find that really exciting to make things that no one else has ever made before. Did Did you, did you always grow up wanting to do something in science?
1: I did. I grew up on a dairy farm. I always loved science, absolutely loved science. Uh, back then, we didn't have the World Wide Web, right? We didn't have the internet. I mm-hmm. would go to the library and check out these science books and do the, all the experiments. I absolutely loved science from as long, pretty much as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of kids are like that, and we want to be able to foster even more of that for those kids that are excited about science. And, and you know what? That kid that's really excited about science might not be the top kid in our classroom. They might be a kid that maybe is struggling, but they've got a passion, and how do we unlock that, right?
1: Absolutely. And that's something I really I get excited about. I when my kids get tired or got tired when they're growing up of hearing me say, you know, science is everywhere. Science is fun. Science is cool. My granddaughter now I was almost five years old, and I think I'm starting to get that in her. She comes over and she says, Grandpa, let's do science. So we've got some, you know some simple science experiments. So try to start them young. Absolutely.
0: That's awesome. Now, 3M, a lot of educators use 3M products. Just, just give a little background. I mean, it's been around for a long time and, and sticky notes, right?
1: Yep. Post-it brand, 3M sticky yep. notes. Yes, <laughs> scotch tape, scotch brand tape, uh, masking tapes we've got the whiteboards you know outside of it you've, if you've done anything of uh, your masking tapes at home sandpaper we've got just about anything we've got a lot of components in people's cell phones it's actually really cool to work here you get to see things that people are working on that, you know, maybe somebody isn't using today, but it'll be in their cell phones maybe next year or the following year. It's really cool, a lot
0: yeah. of fun. And for a kid thinking about that, you know, those are the types of careers that that maybe our kids don't know about. They may they may think, okay, I could design cars or I could design you know robots or I could you know fly in a rocket ship to Mars. But making products that that, that make everyday better, you know, that's a little bit about what this Young Scientist Challenge is really all about.
1: Absolutely, the uh, you know. Part of the, the judging criteria for the program is uh, something relevant that's helping advance people's lives. So these programs, and it, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, save the world's problem. It can be save water, saving energy, creating energy, helping people out in some way. So it doesn't have to be this big lofty goal. There's a lot of things people can do in everyday life. And I think sometimes people are intimidated to think, oh, I could never do that. But I think people would be really surprised if they started thinking about things, how much of an impact they can have and how much they how much fun they can have doing it too.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I would guess that most everybody, if, if you were to think back to when you were in school, you, you remember science fairs. You remember, you know, those great big cool kind of labs and things you got to do and whatever you got to make and create things. And, and, and that's really what we want to try to encourage our, our kids to do, have that ability and that, that motivation to create. And so this 3M Young Scientist Challenge. Uh, slash challenge educators. You can find out more about it. It's a challenge that happens every year. Uh, the deadline for 2022 is May 16th. Can you tell us just a little bit about what what a fifth to eighth grade kid would have to do for it?
1: Sure. Well, the way the way it works is uh, you submit a two minute video to the to the web address that you uh, the information's on the web address that you provided. Mm-hmm. We get the all of those entries will be narrowed down eventually. There's in each state they'll pick a one or two winners from each state the finalists they'll pick 10 finalists we call them they get an opportunity to get matched up with a mentor such as myself from 3 m these are scientists real scientists working at 3 m uh and we will work with them throughout the summer generally from about june until the final competition is in october so get paired up and actually learn how to maybe work on their project get some advice from us mentors on their project and that'll be presented at in st paul they get the 10 finalists get a trip to st paul for the uh, two day competition. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. And I can imagine, I mean, that idea of of pairing a kid with a, a mentor, real scientist. I mean, that's, that's pretty rare. That's not something that happens in a lot of uh, science challenges. W- what kind of things have you been able to do and, and, and help uh, kids as you've been part of that process?
1: Well, first of all, let me say, I, every time I've done this, I've learned from the kids. I mean, it's, it's a two way street. It really is. It's fun and I, yeah. you know this is really a fun part about mentoring in general a lot of these are outside of my area of expertise in science so i some of these kids are really advanced i have to you know do a little homework to catch up and it's just fun to get the interaction uh you know to, to learn from them they're learning from me and to see the, pr- the progression as we're going you know some of it's putting together a presentation a lot of the presentation that they have to do uh, may help them out with some advice on that it it all depends on the situation but it's um some of your listeners have done mentoring. They, they know what I'm talking about, really. It's just, it's a lot of fun, and it's a two-way street.
0: Yeah. You were, you were mentioned earlier about, you know, one kid. I mean, and educators, we we say this all the time. STEM is not just for that top kid in the class, the gifted class down the hallway or at a, at a magnet school. STEM is for every kid every day, and, and really with the, the Young Scientist Challenge. I mean, this is something that every kid can, can come up with an idea with, and they might be one of those finalists. They might really just uh, just take hold. And even if they don't, even if they're not one of those 10 finalists, man, the, the opportunity to say, I stepped out, I tried something, I came up with this idea is really valuable for kids.
1: Yeah, in fact, uh, one, of the, one of the finalists I had a couple of years ago that I mentored really had never entered a science fair before. She had entered this video. She was encouraged by her teacher to enter it. And she was one of the 10 finalists. So that was, uh, that was really fun working with her too, to learn from each other and to kind of advance her project. Yeah, it was a lot
0: of fun. Yeah. And and educators so if you if you need more information again slash challenge you can find all the information you can register on there you can uh, get some information about how to uh, maybe create a topic, get some get some ideas. Of course, if if you're listening to this after the registration date, well, just put it on your calendar for next year. put a put a reminder and so that sometime next year, you start getting those kids to start thinking about some projects, some ideas, some challenges, some things that they can make. because again, if we only just have our kids create something for the classroom and then hand it in and then, okay, they're done with it. That just doesn't give them that that sense of I created something. For the world, I've created something that's going to actually make a difference if they're only making something for a grade.
1: I agree 100%. And again, I get excited. I I still get excited. My coworkers and a joke, I'm a kid at heart. I mean, I love to do new things and learn new things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just natural curiosity, right? You just have an interest. So if you can just peak an interest in a kid in in an area, you don't know where that's going to take them. That might lead to a future career, right? Because they might all of a sudden get interested in something they didn't know about, know very much about. Uh, and they get interested in it and hopefully you know maybe they get a they'll pursue a career in science because of that
0: yeah and, and really that's that's what it's all like. more than even the more than even the possibility of winning twenty five thousand dollars, and more than that mentorship it's all about helping that kid to, to spark more interest in science, to, to take something beyond just the classroom, the test, the book. You know, like you were talking about, Jeff, growing up as a kid, you, you knew you had a passion for it. You So you said, I want to find out more. And you kept checking out books in the library. And uh, we just want to foster that opportunity for uh, our kids today. So, so there's a lot more resources on that youngscientistlab.com website. Uh, there's a students tab and you click on science at home. And there are different resources where actual 3M science are sharing different projects. Um, some maybe you've recognized or maybe done with students before, like a soap boat or a marshmallow tower, but but there's also some that really challenge and, and get kids to think some other ways. Teachers, there's, there's lesson plans and interactives and things as well. But really uh, one of the things that, that really want to focus on is, is you know, Jeff, you're, you're in a field that maybe kids don't often know a lot about. So becoming an engineer, becoming a scientist, educators, we need a little bit of help. You know, how does a kid go about getting to that stage? What, what kind of things did you study uh, in college? What kind of things did you do to get yourself to the point to working at some place like 3M?
1: Yeah, you know, that's perfect. I grew up on a dairy farm. I had no idea what a scientist was, what an engineer was. Uh, it was actually one of my teachers uh, stopped me? I was I always loved science. So my chemistry teacher stopped me after class one day and said, you know, you seem to be pretty good at this. And you, you know, I could tell you're excited about it. You should look into, you know, possibly an engineering career or a career in science. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and again, that was before the internet. So oh. I grabbed one of the career books and I looked into it and go, this sounds really cool. Uh, and that from then on, I, you know, I applied, I went to the university of Minnesota, chemical engineering is my background, Mm uh, and that got me started. So it really was a teacher that got me going and who knows if, if he went to stop me in the hallway where I'd be today, maybe it'd be here, maybe not, but that definitely kind of jump started my interest in science or at least science as a career. So I, I guess the message, I want to say thank you to all the STEM teachers and uh, the message, I guess I hope to deliver is you can make a difference. It made a difference in me. So thank you for what you're doing for the kids and keep it Mm -hmm. up
0: yeah and and again so many educators out there you're all listening you're doing a fantastic job of every day trying to trying to push those kids and take those opportunities to talk about careers Uh, like you said jeff you just look for a book on careers you know now most kids are gonna you know hop on and and find out about careers online and things like that but but giving them those opportunities and and maybe you know like you said a mentorship or reaching out to a business in the local area and saying Hey, you know, do you have some people that could talk to our kids about what it's like, uh, like you said, Jeff, to be an engineer, to be a scientist and um, help break down some of those barriers that some of those kids think, well, I can't be a scientist. I don't look like this or I don't I don't talk like this or anything like that. We we want every kid to have those possibilities.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I get, I get uh, neighbors, friends and family know I'm an engineer, scientists, and their kids are interested in it. So ask me to just sit down and chat with them. So I, you know, sometimes we've been able to, of course, before COVID, bring them into the labs once in a while, wow. yeah. Off the tour. Yeah. but that's the other thing, encourage folks to chat with somebody they know. If they have a family friend, a neighbor, somebody that is involved in a STEM field just to chat with Mike can almost guarantee you people love to talk about it and get other people interested in STEM careers. So it, it's just a simple way to do it. People maybe feel maybe intimidated by asking folks that, but I can guarantee it people will love to, to chat about what they work on and encourage others to, to Pursue a STEM education
0: and a STEM career. Yeah. And in fact, I think I think that career piece is something that that as we as we go more and more into the future of STEM education, I think we're gonna see a lot more focus on careers as we move past just, hey, these are cool little experiments we can do with kids. Um, what, what about you jeff i mean you've you've worked now uh in the industry for a, a while you've seen new people come in with uh stem degrees and things like that what what are what are some of your hopes and, and even as a as a grandparent to to you know what is some of those hopes to see kids learning uh in those stem fields uh, going forth in the future
1: My goal is to make stem be like sports i mean make it cool make it fun i mean that's you know because sometimes that sounds sort of weird but i do think science is fun and i think placing the emphasis on that and making people realize science is everywhere, right? So if we can get people just interested in science, and a lot of people, I think, maybe lose an interest because maybe they take a class in schemas, right? It's not just science, it's other things, right? And there's different branches of science. So maybe they're not great at chemistry, but they're great at biology, or they're great at physics. So encourage them to Find out something. It's kind of like sports too, right? You and my kids were little. We had them in gymnastics and soccer and baseball. And this. we let them figure out which one of those they really are interested in. So if there's even a halfway interested in science, give them some opportunities and encourage them in, in maybe different fields. Because it's not just, gosh, I'm not good at math. I'm not going to be a good scientist. That's not the case at all.
0: No, no, no. No, that's awesome. I, I really love that uh, perspective, Jeff. I love that idea of of, of sports. You know, I mean, we, we do. We want we want nerdy to be something cool and, and kids are striving for. And uh, yeah, and, and definitely all those different branches of science are really like different sports. And we wouldn't expect that one kid just be great at every sport. You know, they're going to they're going to find those sports that they do like and, and things like that. That's that's I really like that, Jeff. Wow. You got my mind blown right now. So <laughs>
1: thank you. I just love um, with that.
0: <laughs> well and, and and at the same time too i mean we're, we've been talking about the young scientists challenge you know from 3m and thinking about that those competitions are really like you know maybe that that district final that regional final that that maybe some of the kids in your school are going to experience but this is like uh that for for those kids that are interested in science and stem and engineering and things like that so uh giving them the opportunity to to try this again if it hasn't got to may 16 2022 educators, Uh, sign up, get your kids to come up with a project. And, and even if, even if they can't develop it a lot, you know, at least they tried, at least they, they put something out there and, and then just start prepping them for next year, you know, start giving them some ideas and getting them to start thinking about what could be that idea that they could submit for uh, 2023, because this is an annual thing. So definitely great resources. Again, uh, youngscientistlab.com slash challenge. Uh, Jeff, I love to ask people in the field, if you could sit down with somebody from STEM, past or present, just have dinner and be able to kind of chat over a meal, Uh, who would you love to to just sit down and, and talk with?
1: always oh, said this and this was before tesla became cool the cars i think yeah. like tesla is if you if you i've read a, a couple books about him guy was absolutely amazing yeah. way before his time very eccentric um but yeah. very very smart and if you do about some of his inventions it's absolutely amazing so it would be kind of cool just to see what a guy like that was really like or a yeah. person like that way yeah. way ahead of his time i think that would be interesting he did some crazy things if you even just Google them, you know, with the electricity and static electricity and other stuff, it's like, wow, this his lab sound like it was absolutely may You walk in, there'd be lightning bolts flashing around and be like, ah, oh, that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: And 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 I think a lot of people you know know of Edison and Edison and Tesla were, were really at that same moment in time and Edison is way more well known than Tesla although like you said Tesla cars make make oh, yeah. the, the Tesla name a little more popular now but yeah definitely look at those people from the past and see what we can we can learn from them and, and yeah he was definitely a scientist just looking for those things that he could make his world better I, I love that you talked about earlier Jeff those topics those ideas for that young scientist challenge is, is doesn't have to be saving the world type projects, just something to, to do something to make things better.
1: Absolutely. You know, one of them was wastewater from rainwater. What can you do to get that? How do you reduce water usage in your house? There's some things, these are some things we've seen. So again, it doesn't have to be uh, absolutely crazy. Like you're going to, you know, analyze the coronavirus and come up with a new vaccine. It doesn't have to be that crazy. Right. And again, it goes back to the point of science is everywhere. These little things can turn into big things. Right. And you learn about stuff. You might start out on a program saying I want to do this, and when you learn about it, you go, "Oh, this is really cool." It made me realize there's another problem, and you know that's really kind of a lot of times how things go. Once you learn about something, you learn more, and you learn more, and you learn more. And again, that's what I think is is part of the fun of it, and and that's part of the challenge. Some of these, we've had a few of the the kids that have entered have changed their project as as they've gone. They've submitted a video uh, that was one of the finalists, but they have the, they do have the opportunity to change their project. And most of them stick with it, but occasionally they'll tweak it and kind of go off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. One of them made a complete U-turn, which was kind of interesting and unique and kind of fun to deal with. But so, yeah, I mean, that's but that's the thing. It's not a direct path. And you learn as you go and you adjust as you go.
0: That's that's, that's what uh, science and research and being a scientist is all about, right, Jeff? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: You don't know what's coming next.
0: <laughs> yeah. Boy, I really I really appreciate it, today, Jeff. Um, So much great information for educators. Um, So many great resources on that youngscientistlab.com website. Again, all the links are in the show notes as well. Educators, check it out. Set yourself a calendar reminder for next year if you're ready for that 2023 challenge. But of course, if you're ready for that 2022, uh, get your kids involved now. Get them thinking. Take a typical you know, science fair at your school and take it a step further, put it out there uh, in the world. And who knows, maybe your kids are going to become that next uh, great scientist, great researcher. Maybe they're going to become the next Jeff Emslander. Maybe they're going to be creating new products at 3M someday. Yeah. And I hope
1: uh, hope one of the teachers or maybe more than one, but at least one of them that is listening today, I hope I uh, get to be a mentor for one of your students.
0: That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Any other last thoughts, Jeff?
1: I really like what you're doing. I like what the teachers are doing. I've always been passionate about this. I first And, and of course, thank you for having me. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing and I'm going to work on it from my end and
0: let's have some fun and uh, get those kids interested in science. All right, that's awesome. The 3M Young Scientist Challenge. Definitely check it out, educators. And uh, again, you're just always looking for those ideas and uh, just really appreciate it. And thank you uh, to 3M uh, in partnership with Discovery Education for uh, providing this opportunity for our students. Thank you again. And again, educators, thanks for listening to this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Remember, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave a review. It helps more educators to find out about great programs, great ideas like the 3M Young Scientists Challenge. And if you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. And until next time, just keep on doing the best work that we can do each and every day, educators. And that's to not just instruct our kids, but inspire our kids, each and every kid, each and every classroom, each and every day.